now. We are airing in Boston, Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C. How about that? Washington, Oregon, Idaho, California, Arizona, Colorado, Oklahoma, Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Vermont, Maine. I've been everywhere, man. (laughs) This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. We are live, I believe. And in color from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino, it's a very big day today. We're launching another contest today, courtesy Century Downs and the Calgary Stampeders. We've got live guests coming down here to Century Downs Racetrack and Casino, and they include Ryan Leslie, the host of Sportsnet Flames. When you turn on the television to watch a Flames game, he's the guy you see saying, Welcome to the Saddle Dome. I'm Ryan Leslie. Let's go upstairs to Rick Ball and Kelly Rudy. But it's the offseason, and he'll be here in this chair in hour two. But joining us now, Kevin the Medium, who successfully, for a day, passed the audition yesterday. His return is our co-host with the Moose on vacation today. What's up, Kev? I am doing good. It's a day-to-day thing now? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm glad you tell me when I'm on air how this works. Yeah, well, what's, what, what else would you approve? I'm like the Bill Belichick thing. You know what they say about Belichick uh, with the Patriots? You never really make the team. It's not like when we were kids and you get a jacket. Congratulations, Kev. You've made the team. It's a day-by-day thing. So okay. you'll get your jacket maybe uh, in a month or so. I'm waiting you just for slip my your shirt up? I did. I, well, I'm waiting for my jacket now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, hey, how do you like us so far? And joining us also that? from New York, Sportsnet New York's Julie Stewart Binks, the award-winning broadcaster, longtime friend of ours, going to join us to talk about uh, some National Hockey League things but also the news with the New York Jets of Delvin Cook signing with the last, within the last 24 hours. Uh, JSB will be with us a little later on. And we do have breaking news today. Where do I start? I'll just say this. We are live on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio in Atlanta, and uh, podcast, YouTube Live. You see my mind's going a lot of different areas. The text line is open for EMJ Marketing right now. EMJ Marketing, providing the right keynote speaker for your event. Contact Joe at emjmarketing.com today. Uh, any questions, comments as the show moves along, fire them at us through there, and we'd be more than happy to address them and answer them for you if we can. So, number one, you heard last night, TSN's Farhan Lalji. We open with a CFL note. Farhan Lalji saying that the Edmonton Elks are parting ways with their president, Victor Kui, i.e. they're firing him. And I, I appreciate the gentleman who just DM'd me and said, you watch, Kev, 1 p.m. today will be the official announcement that Victor Kui is no longer with the Edmonton Elks. Uh, didn't see him throw an interception it, I over the last 10 weeks <laughs> or miss a tackle. Uh, but that's my take. I got CFL fans in Edmonton saying, I want to hear your take. So just hang on. We'll get to it. Victor Kui out in Edmonton. I don't like the move, but that's like my third point. Number one is the breaking news today. Toronto Maple Leafs legend Bobby Bond has passed away at the age of 86. Bond won four Stanley Cups with the Maple Leafs over his 17 NHL seasons, 14 of which were spent with Toronto. The most famous moment of the five-time All-Star player's career came in Game 6 of the 1964 Stanley Cup Final when he cemented himself in Maple Leafs lore. Do you know the story? No. Okay. Vaughn managed to score the winning goal to force Game 7 against the Detroit Red Wings while playing on a broken ankle. Earlier in the night, Vaughn threw himself in front of a Gordie Howe slap shot. 
breaking a bone in his ankle on the play. He needed to be stretchered off the ice, but he didn't leave the building. Amazingly, he returned in overtime in a 3-3 game and scored the winner as his shot from the point hit Red Wings defenseman Bill Gadsby, deflected past Terry Sachuk to force game seven. Bobby Bond passing at the age of 86, so condolences to his family, his fans, Leafs fans. He's a Leafs legend, and the reason I know that, I want to say is in about grade four. This is how us Canadians were raised, except apparently not in Vancouver, where he came from. But I, I remember a cartoon book. Bobby Bond, Leafs, I was a cartoon Bobby Bond, the uh, cartoon of him being carried off the ice by his Leafs teammates with a cast on his leg, celebrating him. It's a cartoon. I would say grade four, I read that. Canadian history. I think you were absent that day. I think I was. Now that I say it, does it bring back? It does. I remember hearing the story. There you go. And and I think... um, when I think of that, I think, what would happen now? I mean, now they have oh drugs, they, they freeze the ankle, they tape it, the skates are way different. These are back in the days, you had the old Bobby Orr ice skates that had absolutely no, no ankle. Yeah. So it's like, that's amazing that he was able to play with a broken ankle. And, and I, I point that out and open the show with it because we are the number one show in our time slot for the age demographic 55 plus across Canada. I know you know that. So, yeah, tough news. But Leafs lore, great story. That's kind of point one. Point two, uh, Yusei Kikuchi will be on the mound tonight when the Toronto Blue Jays open a two-game series against the Philadelphia Phillies. Zach Wheeler will pitch for the visitors who have lost two straight. The Phillies lead the NL, the tight NL wildcard standings while the Jays are third in the American League wildcard race. Both teams have won six of the last ten games. Jays-Phillies tonight at Rogers Center. Uh, point three to the NFL This is just our daily coffee discussion discussing the news headlines. The New York Jets agreed to terms on a one-year contract with former Minnesota Vikings running back Dalvin Cook on Monday. He turned 28 last week. He joins a revamped Jets offense, led, of course, by quarterback Aaron Rodgers and coordinator Nathaniel Hackett. NFL Network and ESPN reporting the deal is worth up to $8.6 million for one year. And in the same division, the AFC East running back Ezekiel Elliott has signed a one-year deal with the New England Patriots worth $4 million. Sources say it could get up to $6 million with incentives. Zeke ran for 68 touchdowns and more than 8,000 yards in seven years with the Dallas Cowboys, America's team. So that's our poll question today, Kev. Who do you think will have more rushing yards in the 2023 NFL season? The uh, poll is brought to you daily by Key Yorkton Kia. The all-new Sportage reimagines innovation in motion in urban SUV design with all the comforts for your next adventure. Order yours today at keyyorktonkia.com or by calling 306-783-2772. The 2023 Kia Sportage movement that inspires. Um, I know you are not the biggest NFL guy. Do you get into NFL fantasy at all? I don't. No. You don't? Okay. No. Well, this is more of a question. For a guy like Tory Gurley, who's our fantasy expert, good friend of mine, Packers and Browns alum, because he would he would have a reason why he would know who will rush for more yards. Because he played in the game in the league for one. Who's gonna have the more pass happy offense? Who's got a better backfield in terms of depth? I don't know the answers to those questions. I saw early on on Twitter sixty seven percent saying Delvin Cook will have more rushing yards than Ezekiel Elliott. Um, I'm gonna vote for Delvin Cook because I'm not a Zeke fan. And it's interesting. I, I'm a Cowboys guy. 
I never, I like Zeke when he came into the league as a rookie. He got into the trouble off field and then he held out. And that's when things changed for Just me. Just sours you, eh? It does. I mean, I don't have a problem with the offensive lineman, Zach Martin, holding out. I honestly don't. He's underpaid. Zeke, you haven't done anything at that time. And yeah, clearly Dallas felt the same way. He was never the same running back when he came back from that holdout. They eventually let him go walk once his contract was up. And uh, I don't like his attitude. So I'm going to vote for Delvin Cook. Uh, the poll is, are they, what are they saying on YouTube, Clark? I'm just curious me wants to know. What are they saying? 80% Delvin, Delvin Cook. Probably not for the same reasons as me. But it's quite interesting when you think the average career of a pro football player now is 1.5 years. When I started in this perilous trade 25 to 30 years ago, it was three years was the average. Really? Okay. Now it's down to 1.5. And the reasons why are a topic for another time. But we're talking about a guy going into his eighth NFL season. See, these guys are supposed to be broken down. And he's not. And Cook is going into his seventh. And by all intents and purposes, they're getting paid. They're not getting Saquon Mar Barkley money, but they're a lot older than him. They're picking a lot more hits. So anyways, there's your NFL coverage. There's what's going on. But Kevin is a CFL first guy. And as I was told this morning on the radio in Eastern Canada, I was on with Arno Gasconado, former linebacker of the Ottawa Red Blacks. He says, we are now joined by CFL ambassador Rod Peterson. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Who said that? You might want to check with the CFL on that. But you are a CFL ambassador. Even though you don't want that, that title or that moniker, you cover the CFL and you promote the CFL probably better than anybody out there. There's a lot of guys out there that would prefer to have that title, like the TSN play-by-play -play announcers, the insiders. Uh, but, but hey, this is from Arnaud, who's a good guy, and I'm going to be on his show again next week. CFL ambassador here. <laughs> Can you put that across the screen, Jordan? <laughs> I often say your brand is what people are saying you are, not what you're telling people what they are. So, no, I don't have a problem with it. I'm just, you might want to check with Randy Ambrosi. So, last night, I got a text message from Kevin the Medium informing me. You were the first one to tell me that Victor Quee was out in Edmond. Did I break that for you? Yeah. I feel pretty cool on that. Then. And to be honest, our Twitter blowing up from Alberta CFL fans of both Elks and Stams saying, can't wait to hear your take on Victor Quee being let go in Edmonton. And I don't have a huge take on it. I was disappointed to see the news. You don't ever know what's going on inside another organization. You never know. Whether it's a sports team or a, you know, a corporation. You don't know. You see, but you don't really know. But judging by what I see in Edmonton, if it's as bad or worse on the inside than what we see on the outside. Oh, and by the way, I heard this morning that it is that bad absolute chaos i believe was the term i heard uh, for the elks front office i didn't see victor Quee throw an interception i didn't see him drop a pass uh they screwed it up when they hired chris jones first last two decembers ago and then victor afterward dumb 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 is the edmonton elks board of directors the blood is on their hands that's just from what i see and from talking to some people on the inside how is this progress edmonton Tell me how it's progress firing Victor Quee today. How's that going to help? It's not. And we saw the same thing <clears throat> happen down here with the um, Calgary Flames. Yeah. The exact same thing happened. And what was it, a month later? 
the coach was let go. Was it a month later or thereabouts? Uh, I, I might say three weeks, but yeah. whatever. Not yeah. that long after. 902-518-3033. I know it's the Rod Peterson Show, but we are the most interactive show on TV and radio anywhere. And I want to know from the fans as well what you think about Victor Quig being let go. Did you give me your answer, per se? What, like... What is your take? Well, I think Jones has the power and the ear of the board of directors. Well, he shouldn't. He shouldn't. Based on corporate governance, as I've been told by the mucky muck stuffity stuffs that what do he, this. What he should have and what he has, obviously, he has their ear. And um, you had said it. Yeah, I don't know Chris Jones whatsoever. I met him once, shook his hand. And he was great to you because I was, was standing there. And um, he is friends with a lot of people. And a lot of times, that's what it takes in a business. And I'm taking it away from sports. It's a business. That's what it takes in a business is you have to have people who have your back. They obviously have Chris Jones's back. They think. Who's they? The board? The board of directors. Question now is who fires the board of directors? We discussed Hmm. that this morning. Can anybody fire the board of directors? You didn't discuss that with me. Who'd you talk that with? We talked about it just 10 minutes ago before we went on the air. Okay. You just don't listen. <laughs> what? How about that? Spicy. Uh, from our just sprinkling in some comments from the viewers here, Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, says Victor got that team back into the community. He never got a fair shot to pick his guy to install his culture on the organization. Shane in Deer Valley says, what will attendance numbers look like without Victor? He was the main reason people were coming out. Bingo. True story. Yep. From John in Edmonton, he says, Rod, the Elks board even fired the locker room attendant. Now they fire Victor. James in Border, Manitoba says, Victor probably advised them to fire Chris Jones, so they fired him. Jen at the Four Seasons says, crap runs downhill. From Curtis Ballman says, Rod's getting forgetful like me. What did you say earlier? I'm not as old as you, but I got many more miles. Many more miles. I got many more miles than anybody. I'm tired. Uh, No wrong opinions here. It's a coffee discussion, so I'm not going to argue with anybody. Jeff the Stamps fan says, did Quee get tired of the Elks, or did the Elks get tired of him? It's a good question. It sounds like he got pushed off the cliff. Did he jump? Guys rarely quit jobs some do some do but it's rare um john ohm in winnipeg you know john he says chris jones when is chris jones going to quit on the elks never i had a guy say to me this morning don't you quit i'm like i've been quitting 35 years why do i start now chris jones ain't quitting and Victor Quee ain't quitting. Just so you know, winners don't quit, and Chris Jones is a winner, as is Victor Quee. It's a loser organization right now, the Edmonton Elks. I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait. This is news? You know, lost 22 straight at home, a pro foot, pro sports record, and because I say to him, the asshole. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. Let's, let's fire everybody. That'll fix it. Well, and when you see people... From the top, firing everybody below them. They're trying to save their butt. That's all it is. Oh, yeah. 
Right. I what mean, did I put on my weekend 10 things column? Pointing fingers just buys you time. That is it. I've seen it so many times in, and not sports business, in business. And you always go in and go, what's going on? Why is everybody below this guy being fired? Well, uh, we got to save his job. We got some good stuff coming in here. Um, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says the Elks are praying for Jones to move on. Now, that might be true. But he ain't quitting. And at this point, and I'm a Jones guy, you all know that. But you look at what's gone on in Edmonton. If you were an NFL team or another CFL team, would you be rushing to hire Chris Jones based on this? Not at no, all. you wouldn't. So he's not going anywhere. And he's not walking away from that type of money. I don't know what that he's making. That, uh, hang on. So um, we'll take a break here. We're, just, we're getting into it. John in Edmonton says, I say Kui buys the team and fires the board. How about Wouldn't that be something? I think he could. Uh, hang on. We're going to talk about Edmonton Sports Radio when we come back. More, of course, on this. What do I, I got David Krejci retiring. Uh, more on Bobby Bond. Some fun talk of the poll. And I'm very excited to have Ryan Leslie in here from Sportsnet Flames. I told him, listen, I'm going at the end of the month. I won't ask you again. Can you help us out? He's like, I'm in. Nice. And that is nice. Ryan Leslie live here in Hour 2 of Sportsnet Flames. We are live on Game Plus Television. WQEE Radio. Or as they say down there in Georgia, WQEE Radio. How about ya? Podcast and YouTube Live. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager, only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus. Use your game sense. Okay, here it is. Century Downs Racetrack and Casino, the place to be. Come on down. We'll be here for a few more weeks. And by the way, tell everybody the RP Show is live 10 a.m. to noon on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube podcast, and WQEE radio. And now would be a good time to tell you our contest we're launching today. We're giving away again 
a couple of pairs of tickets to Friday night's Canadian Football League game at McMahon Stadium. It is the Winnipeg Blue Bombers at the Calgary Stampeders. Big Week 11 West Division Collision. And what we're asking you to do is go to Century Down's Instagram account, follow them, and on their uh, account, on the post they're making, enter the keyword, are you ready? Garcia. Garcia. It's Garcia after Jeff Garcia. And the reason is, Friday night, they're honoring the 1998 Calgary Stampeders Great Cup Championship team. And uh, the keyword is Garcia today. Go enter it in their post. And we'll randomly draw for two pairs of tickets. And this time I can say, I'll see you there. Friday night at me. And you too. I will be there. Yeah. 55 yard line. Hopefully it's, this is, I'm loving the weather and I hope it goes right through to Friday night at McMahon Stadium. It's a wonderful place to watch football in the summer. So by the way, in our two Ryan Leslie Sportsnet Flames, we're not just going to talk about the Flames. We're going to talk about this because we're going to, we're going to come back here in hour one a lot on the CFL news. But in the NHL, Boston Bruins forward David Krejci is retiring from hockey. The 37-year-old Czech forward spent his entire 16-year NHL career with the Bruins. I've been reading up on it today. I've watched the Bruins multiple times last year, and I'm just wondering what this means. Bergeron out, Krejci out, Taylor Hall obviously out, Bertuzzi out, even though he wasn't there long. Are the Bruins going into a rebuild? We'll be talking about that with Ryan Leslie in our two among other things, including who's going to be better, the Panthers or the Lightning this season. A lot of things to get to. I see on the screen promoting the World Professional Chuck Wagon World Finals, August 23rd to the 27th right here at Century Downs. I'll be here. I think we're going to drag out Kevin the Medium one night just to hang out. You know what? 20 years I've lived here? Yeah. And I've never seen it. I've well, now would be a time a for you Chuck to go. Race. Yes. Yeah. I grew up watching them, and my dad used to take him, take me to Craven to watch them, so I'm looking forward to it. You get your tickets at showpass.com, the World Professional Chuck Wagon Association World Finals, and look me up. I'll be here at Century Downs. So our CFL coverage is brought to you by Sober Carpenter Non-Alcoholic Craft Beer. Check them out at SoberCarpenter.com. 1 p.m. today, I'm told, the Edmonton Elks will officially be announcing they're parting ways with their president, Victor Quay. They're 0-9 this year. Pro sports record, 22 straight home losses, and I'd love... Am I wrong in saying, Victor, I didn't see him on the field? It just doesn't make sense. If you're going to fire someone, uh, usually it's going to be Football. coach. Yeah. It's going to be like... The quarterback. Offensive coordinator. There's going to be big changes that way. But to fire the president doesn't make sense. Not in this case. No. So, <clears throat> Trevor writes in on the EMJ marketing text line. He says, hey, Rod, Trevor from Sherwood Park here. I have Elks season tickets, but I'm a Ryder fan. This whole thing with the Elks reminds me of the gong show in Sask in the mid to late 90s. No plan, vision, or chance with all of the parties involved. Cue to clown music. And it seems like until Jones is out, it'll be more of the same. Great as a Ryder fan, but bad for the CFL as a whole. Why do you say that, Trevor, from Sherwood Park? Because I was thinking this last night, and I don't know why it popped into my head. Can't imagine if social media were around in the 90s oh, God. with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, which incidentally, I started covering this league in 91 as a sideline reporter on the radio. I was there for it all, and it was flipping bad. And that's a topic for another time because I think the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are right back there now than what they were in the 90s. And a lot of people 
see it and agree, and a lot of people refuse to see it. But now, the stuff that I'm seeing coming out of Sask on social media is bad. This stuff in Edmonton, okay, you're a Stampeder season ticket holder, but a Lions fan. Exactly. But you're taking no pleasure out of what's going on in Edmonton either, I can tell. Because oh. you're a good person. I, you don't want to see a team go 0-9, let alone not win a home game for 22 games. Yeah. Nobody, If anybody wants to see that, they're not a fan of the sport. Um because it's not good for the sport. Daryl in Sherwood Park writes in, and don't let me forget, I said I was going to talk about Edmonton Sports Radio here. Yes. Daryl Pocat writes in and says, I loved when they hired Victor Kui, but there was a ton of hype and very little action. Nothing changed. Biggest issue is the crap board, though. He gets it. And I wondered, do you... Have you noticed that yourself, Daryl, or have you been listening to what we've been saying for a long time? Because these boards, community boards, get off way too easy from the fans. The fans don't understand. It, it, it's usually the people at the top, chairman, board, president, blah, 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 blah. And that's, I digress. Some teams have it worked around where it's a little different than that. It's not to say community-owned teams can't be successful. Look at the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Put in a president that you trust has results and let him do his thing that's wade miller the other night we had that cfl fan party remember you were there we had two former blue bombers there and we talked about wade miller in winnipeg and how he's not necessarily the most well-liked guy those two guys played with him and they loved him he said the only people that don't like wade miller are the guys that he's tried to hold accountable go figure how about that right so that just the winnipeg situation that's that Anybody, I've, I've known Wade a long time. He's been great to me. I don't have an issue with him. I'm just going by what I hear. Anyways, back to Edmonton. Somebody wrote in here, oh, it was Jeff the Stams fan. He said, when Hugh Campbell left, the team hasn't been the same since. And that was around 2010 or so. Somebody help me out. Len Rhodes, I believe, is the guy that ruined the Edmonton Eskimos. He fired Ed Hervey. He was the president. Oh, yes. Hasn't been able to... No, I shouldn't say. I don't know much. Just heard things. And then they hired the American Chris Preston. He changed the name of the team. How's that working out? And who's responsible for all of this, putting these guys in place? The board. And way back in December, you and I, we weren't friends yet. We hadn't met yet, you and me when the Elks board hired Chris Jones first and then said, ah, we'll find the president later. And I'm like, yeah, that's not how you do it. And then people are writing me, oh, no, Rod, this is different. No, no, you don't know. Yeah, because I don't know anything. How's it looking now? Um, And I have, by the way, not talked to anybody with that football team in the last two weeks. Because you sit here and go, did Victor Queen and Chris Jones, were they in a power struggle? When they, when they were hired, from what I'd seen from Victor and what I know of Jones, I'm like, this is two Haley's Comets. This is two fireballs. Yes. They're either going to go one of two ways, straight up or straight down. And I was really hoping that they'd go straight up. I was. Wouldn't you love, though, to be a fly on the wall for the next two weeks? in the head office of the Elks. I wouldn't want to be anywhere around it. Oh, I think it would be amazing to watch. And I'm glad that I'm not. Uh, Yeah, but I I guess we'll probably find out somewhere along the line what happened. I'm sure. 
what I heard from one Elk staffer two years ago was there's two sides to Victor Quaid. There's the public side, then there's the side in the office. I'm like, well, whatever. I don't work for him. There's a lot of people like that. Yes. As a matter of fact, with me, there's one side. What you see is what you get, and I get severely trounced for it regularly. Maybe I should. There, maybe there should be two sides to me. But we've talked about that. I'd have less stress. You are... People think, oh, God's this person behind the microphone and then a different person talking to him. You're the same person. Same guy. Yes. Now, question, do how many average fans, and most people are average fans, understand that some teams are community-owned? And they just look at the president thinking, oh, that's the owner. I'm surprised that fans care as much as they do. The people that are blowing up my... And not just CFL fans, like the Arizona Coyotes situation... Whether it's here in Alberta or the hockey fans I know in Florida or my home province of Saskatchewan, they're all over that Arizona Coyote situation because they, they care. Yeah. And they, and they care in Edmonton, too, and about Edmonton. It's not, but they don't necessarily know. I know what you're saying. Yeah. But the president is not the owner. Like somebody said to me today, who owns the assets of the football team, like the equipment and the tackling dummies? I said, the team owns it. It's a corporation that has a board hired to run it. I don't want to get off track here. And by the way, Julie Stewart-Bink's coming up next to talk NHL and NFL, just so you know. Colin watching in Ottawa says, when Chris Jones named Cornelius the starting quarterback, you knew the Elks were in trouble. I'm not passing judgment. I'm just going to read what they're saying. John Ohm says the Edmonton Elks went from the class of the CFL to a dumpster fire. Sad, sad situation. And my point is the board there runs the team and they're usually 12 business people and i see it from junior a hockey teams they're business people that don't understand sports and it's not much different it's not a lot different from your business but there's a way to do things in sports and that board in edmonton doesn't know what they're doing i'll give you an example i was dealing with a junior hockey team who tried to fire their coach and general manager because of alcohol related incident and they brought me in to deal with them and they fired him outright. And, I, and then it was the coach's lawyer that called me, and I just said, they can't fire you. Do you have three written warnings? Uh, no. What happened? Uh, they drove our client home, kicked him out of his team truck, rolled him out of it, and took the truck home and fired him. Can't do that. But this is a board running a team that had no idea the labor laws that pertain to a sports team are exactly what pertains to your grocery store. Yes. Or your grain elevator or your car dealership. You can't do that. But they try. And we got a six-figure settlement and Bob's drunk. But you see what I'm saying? They don't know what they're doing. And it's obvious when, even as an outsider looking at what's happening in Edmonton, that board is... They don't know what they're doing. It's not functioning properly. BW in Edmonton says, good morning, I'm catching up on YouTube. Delay, Rod's rants are on fire. Not really ranting today. I haven't seen you, heard you rant. No. Jay Miller in Winnipeg says, who owns the Chiefs? Owns, owns... John in Edmonton says, Chris Jones is the problem, not Quee. Here's the thing. I have stayed out of it because I don't want to know. I don't want to know. That's why when I was called on Montreal Radio today as CFL ambassador, I was like, I am? I don't know anything. Everybody tells me I don't know anything. How can I be an ambassador if I don't know anything?
Because you promote the league. <laughs> it's simple. Okay. Uh, Jan at the Four Seasons says, it reminds me of the old boys club with the Oilers. It has to start from the top. Yes, but they do have one owner, Daryl Cates, and they're one of the top teams in the NHL right now. For sure the top NHL team in Canada. We're talking about the Edmonton Oilers because they got one guy. And maybe I'll bring you back a little later on and we'll talk about should the Edmonton Elks be bought by somebody because it could happen. It happened here in Calgary. Uh, as a matter of fact, Karen, whom we love, where'd she go? She's not here. The marketing gal here, she worked for the Stamps when the team was purchased by Larry Rickman from Community Ownership. Right. A great story. We should, I've asked her to come on the air. She doesn't want to. We should have her on but, for uh, at least it, one segment. It has happened. Yes. And it probably should happen in Edmonton. And some well-heeled owner, maybe yourself, could say, I'll assume the debt. For a dollar, I'll buy the team. I could do it for a buck. Because I'd say they're getting pretty close to doing that. You could swing that? I could swing a buck. Okay. I think Ellison would kibosh a buck 50, but a buck she'd let me away with. Um, John Ohm says the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are not far behind the Edmonton Elks. Take note, sass brass. Truer words never spoken. Oh, I don't think they're even close in the same bucket. And what do you know about it? Just looking at it, they're not 22-0 and 0 at home. They're on the way. They're not even close. It's not even, you can't even mention uh, yeah, them in the same sentence. It's just, let's open the books. That's just a... Let's open the books. That's just a Smurf Mafia fan. Uh, no, he's actually a Ryder fan. Kev, oh, thanks. Yeah. He, no, he's... No, no, he's... John from Winnipeg's a Ryder fan. Oh, thank you for playing. <laughs> We're going to New York next. We're live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and WQEE Radio. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. RP Show continues live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. And again, keyword today is Garcia, as in Jeff Garcia. Go to Century Downs, their Instagram account. Enter Garcia, and you'll be entered for a draw for two pairs of tickets for Friday night's game, Stampeders, and Winnipeg Blue Bombers Friday as we honor the 1998 Calgary Stampeders. Great Cup champions. Help yourself, Ryan Leslie, to the coffee and the donuts. Courtesy, Century Downs. Okay, we're going to New York now. I don't know where to start with Julie Stewart-Binks other than to tell you she's always got a lot going on. A lot going on. And it looks like you're ready for work today, JSB. What's the latest in your world before we jump into NFL, NHL news from the Big Apple? Well, Rod, thanks so much for having me on. I got ready to come on your show. This was uh, my nah. work for today. So, you know, <laughs> I, I, I take this very seriously, getting an opportunity to be on the Rod Peterson show. 
I appreciate it, and as do we. And you know what? The most important thing is that you have a new show. So before we delve into the topics, what is it? Tell us. Give us the career update on JSB. Right. I have a new show. Like, people, I don't know, have new uh, recipes, I guess. Um, it's a new one every day. But right now, I'm working with Bet Rivers. You may have seen the commercials or whatnot, and maybe use the sports yep. book, of course. But uh, my show is called Off Air with Julie Storping. So I got the idea of just, as you know, when you have interviews, there's always so many times when you say, oh, we talked about this off air. We talked about this off air. It's like we mm. talked about this in the commercial break. And so I was just kept thinking about that. And I like that idea of kind of like the conversations you have with people that are just sort of like not necessarily what you would see on sports center what their what their job is like what sort of who they are and then that just morphed into off air like who this person is off air so then i've just been like working on that luckily i've been able to be working in a studio in new york city that we kind of rent out and i'm remote but then we can bring guests in or we can have guests remote and sort of it's just the idea is to sort of have a little bit more fun with their personality. And I just had Katie Nolan on, who I worked with at Fox Sports 1. And and she's a big personality, does does a lot of different things all over the place. So it's kind of a bit of like off the record in a way. But uh, that, of course, has been taken by many people. So off air. Mm. And when it gets canceled, inevitably, it's like we've already gotten ahead of it. So <laughs> it'll just be easy. Good for you. Three-time Telly Award winner, Julie Stewart-Banks, uh, working with, with Bet Rivers and for Sportsnet New York. Okay, I'll get it out. Now, listen, here's a fun one. We, I'm in Alberta. It's the dis daily discussion, who's better, Flames or Oilers? Our poll question, which I'll ask you in a moment, is who's going to have more rushing yards, Dalvin Cook or Zeke Elliott in the AFC East? But let me ask you this, because you're a hockey gal first. Who's going to have the better season, the New York Rangers or the New York Islanders? Both made the playoffs last year. Oh, you know. Or great. maybe you can throw okay, the Devils in there, me. too. No, 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 no. Let's stick with Islanders and, and Rangers right now. It's 100% going to be the Rangers. I don't know what's going on with the Islanders. Mm. I mean, Lou Lamorello signed a lot of guys to some long-term contracts. I'm not necessarily 100% on all of those. I believe that the Rangers will have a better season even without the likes of uh, Vladimir Tarasenko we're not sure about Patrick Kane's hip long term all that kind of stuff but I believe that they still have some incredible talent saw Chris Kreider dancing at his own wedding he looked pretty you know fit ready to go for the season I do think that the biggest question will be the New Jersey Devils I think that they are probably the gem of the tri-state area right now and how did that happen like at all I don't almost felt like it came out of nowhere. Well, yeah, it was a lot of, I mean, it was Jack Hughes really like coming into his own and having this like incredible breakout season after there was so much pressure and expectation on him for so long. And then add in all these other younger guys stepping up and doing so well with Jesper Broad and um, them signing uh, Timo Meyer now to a long-term contract. So you kind of see them all figure they were able to really exploit the way that the Rangers played last year too. And having them kind of like do really well, we know Dougie Hamilton as well. I saw him walking along the street the other day. That's what the beauty of New York. I ran into Amy Poehler, which I almost died. And then I saw Dougie Hamilton as well. Not the same response, but he was walking along the street. And so I think that with them and figuring out their goaltender situation, they are going, I mean, 
really, as we know, in, in the postseason, whoever has like a very good goaltender and, and things are clicking are going to go well. But man, after last year, just it reminded me how long the regular season is to get to the playoffs. And then the playoffs can just go by in like the blink of an eye. And it felt like it did last year, at least for me, watching the Toronto Maple Leafs and then also watching the Rangers that were on at the same time. And it was like gone. Because as we know, the Rangers were out in the first round and then Toronto was, you know, just had like a few more games after that. So, but I think that uh, I like I like the vibe of the Devils other than the fact that their goal chant is you suck. I think that's like a little, you know, kind of mean after you just scored on somebody being like you suck. Mm-hmm. But I kind of like it in a way too. It's a bit of like O'Doyle rules throwback to Billy Madison. So they've got, they've got a bit of swag to them. I like how you mixed in the celebrity sightings with your New Jersey Devils analysis. Who's the uh, most interesting person you ran into in the streets of Manhattan? Because if I may go first, Ted Nugent and Tim Tebow. I just bumped into one day. And the same day, and I have photographic evidence of both occurrences, yours, I honestly, I try not to, you know, Rod, you know, I've lived in LA and and New York. You just don't say hi to people. Oh, you're over that. That's just. Yeah. But my boyfriend was very, (laughs) I've never seen anyone be more direct in a moment than seeing um, Amy Poehler and then waiting for her at a crosswalk. Because if someone at a crosswalk means that they are waiting, you're not interrupting them. They have like their 15 seconds. And she started Upright Citizens Brigade, which is where me and him both did improv. So he was like right in there like, hi, really, you know, thank you so much for everything you've done with improv and Upright Citizens Brigade. We both took UCB, blah, blah, blah. Was like, it was like, that was his life mission that he was supposed to meet Amy Poehler then. And I just stood there like, like I didn't speak English. Like I couldn't even talk. Um, I, I was so shocked because I just don't never introduce myself to like a celebrity, obviously. But I, I don't know who would be the biggest one. Probably like I met Beyonce and Jay-Z. That was that was fairly, fairly big. <laughs> no big deal. Eh? Well, I grew up in Milestone, Saskatchewan, where we went three days without seeing a human being talking to cows. True. So everybody is a celebrity to me. Um, JSB. We are out of time. Hey, 60 seconds or less, you're a TV gal. I I can't get out of here without asking you the response to Delvin Cook joining the Gotham Green. I think it's great. There is a lot of uh, there's a lot of interesting excitement around the Jets right now, and also the fact that uh, Brees Hall has now been activated. So I think that um, Cook don't expect him to be like how he was with the Vikings, but he's a great option insurance policy right now. He's also coming off of shoulder surgery, so he won't be here for a week. Expecting a baby as well, so he'll be able to come in. There's so many offensive weapons. They got a great D line, but they don't have an O line. So Aaron Rodgers is very very stressed about that. I'm excited for Hard Knocks tonight because it has been the Aaron. Rogers show and I expect it to continue to be that but in terms of the real show got to be able to get an O-line in front of that guy nice work JSB okay good luck with the new show please keep in touch and I'll see you in the rink this winter see you later thanks Julie Stewart Banks from off air and Sportsnet New York partnered with Bet Rivers We got comments coming in about Bobby Bond. Hey, folks, we opened the show talking about him, but we'll talk about it more 
uh, when we come back in audience takeover right after this, the sports update. And Ryan Leslie live in hour two. We're coming to you from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio Podcast and YouTube Live. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. We're live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino here on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio. And uh, folks, hey, Daryl in Sherwood Park has sent us the text of, what is it? I don't like what they send link. Oh, okay. They have not officially announced the firing of Victor Queen Edmonton yet. He sent me the board of directors of the Edmonton Elks. I don't care about them. Not one bit. But I was told that by 1 p.m. this afternoon, we will officially hear of the firing of Victor Kui as president of the team. And I'm uh, not for it. A lot of people were asking my take. We got a big CFL fan coming up next hour, Ryan Leslie. <laughs> He's, if, you're not on camera, and that's a good thing. He's not a big CFL fan, so we're getting the CFL talk out of the way now on hour one. Because uh, Ryan's going to be with us from Sportsnet Flames, and we're not just going to talk Flames, just so you know. What do you, wait, you want on? Okay, can you put on on the camera, guys, Mike, too? Camera, yeah, what do you got? I got to kind of defend myself here. Why? <clears throat> Pardon me. It's not that I'm not a fan. I just don't follow it. There is a difference. I covered that league for a good five-plus years. Got a oh, great appreciation okay. for it. Made some uh, really good, healthy friendships um, across what the league. What did I say? You're just a... not a CFL guy. Isn't I just don't I follow it. No, you said I was not a fan. I wasn't, I mean, do I go to games maybe once a year? Uh, oh, okay. I dip a toe. I have a great respect for the athletes and the community that they uh, uh, perform in front of. So, no, I, that's, that's, let's stick. I know you want to hype things up, Roddy, but I've got to defend <laughs> myself here. This is. Well, I'm glad you brought yourself on. Yeah, well, I guess the point somebody's is. got to produce this show. Where's the, Clark? Yeah. How about that? He is in the. How about that? <laughs> there you go. You couldn't even hear. He's throwing in all the sound effects right now. But that's the thing. I've brought, yeah, I've brought up, see, he can't hear you. He can yeah, hear you over the speaker. That. You can hear that? Okay. Has he still got great hair? He's the third sitting. Oh, high pre I thought of him more of as a Wahlberg with that Boston Irish or a sedate, what was that other? Fair era? enough. Fair enough. Can I say this? Sports update. 
Only 90 seconds left in this segment. Thank God. Bobby Bond, a hard-nosed defenseman who entered hockey lore by helping the Toronto Maple Leafs to the 1964 Stanley Cup on a broken leg, has died at the age of 86. The pride of Lanigan Sask. Played 17 seasons in the NHL. The NHL Alumni Association announced his death this morning, but the cause of death was not released. You're, you're a Leafs fan. No, no. I, uh, I grew up in southern Ontario, but uh, grew up as a, when I was a kid, a Canadian fan. Okay, fair. Toronto Blue Jays hosting the Philadelphia Phillies in the opener of a two-game series at Rogers Centre tonight. The Jays are holding on to the third and final wildcard spot in the American League. Lefty Yusei Kikuchi is expected to start for the Jays. Zach Wheeler for the Phils. Sports update is for Landmark Cinemas in theaters now. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. And uh, now's your chance to enter to win a movie night out at Landmark Cinemas. For movie lovers only, all you have to do is text MOVIES and the movie you'd like to see to 902-518-3033 to be entered. Winners will be picked every Friday to enjoy a movie night out this weekend. So you see a lot of fun and frivolity coming up after this brief pause on Game Plus and Key Radio with Ryan Leslie right after this from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. Stick with us.